0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Welcome everybody back to Conversation with Carol. I'm your host Nolan Carroll, and I'm here with an icon, somebody that is coming to the studio to bless me with her conversation. I'm welcoming Carmeet Bakar, member of the Pussycat Dolls. Thank you for coming on and joining me. Thank you so much Carol. for
1: having definitely, me definitely. and to finally meet you. I
0: know, right? We've been talking for what, probably two, three years since you've been with with Matt. Oh. Well, I think it's been. Well, through over, conversation. He, yes, yeah, through for conversation, sure. We've and always I've seen each other.
1: And you do your thing and much respect. And, Same here. And I love what you're about. And, you know, every move that you make is just really well thought out. And there's purpose to it. Yeah. And I appreciate you doing this. And I'm glad to be here.
0: Well, thank you. You're a motivation as well, too. You've been doing it longer than I have. And you've been doing it on a bigger stage. So you're definitely motivation, even though. Different gender, it doesn't matter. You're in a different field, but you're still at the top. And for me, that's commendable because when I see things like that, it motivates me. And, and one of the things that I'm always looking to do is strive to be better and always looking for somebody to persevere in different situations that they've gone through. And I wanted to talk to you about that because right when you were born, you were hit with adversity. And I want you to talk about that a little bit because people that do have disabilities or have un- unfair situations that come about that's out of their control, they kind of let it Control them it let it hinder them and you were able to to overcome that. So could you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah um, Well, it's funny because I'm pe- most people know me from the pussycat mm-hmm. Dolls, So what they see of the group is very image based yeah. and uh, Aesthetic mm-hmm. and there's hair and makeup and so there's a lot of you know things that you might not see or glance over and yeah. I was born with the third most common birth defect cleft lip and cleft palate mm-hmm. so Um, Right out the gate, probably a lot of people probably wouldn't have thought that I would have gone into an industry that's kind of based around image and whatnot, but uh, performance is a passion of mine, and my parents were both in the industry, so I grew up around it. I grew up around uh, people who didn't judge you for your looks or something, and so when... um, you know, growing up, of course, kids can be brutally honest. And I was having a lot of cosmetic surgery, not cosmetic, like medical surgery, not cosmetic. Um, It's funny now, because like cosmetic surgery is such a hot topic. And I'm like, actually scared of it, because I've had so much of it in being in the hospital at a young age, just kind of the last thing that I really want to do. But it's actually an interesting topic for young girls now, which is Mind-blowing, but that's another conversation. Cool.
0: <laughs> but you were—it's it, well, I don't want to call it funny, but it's just inspirational because, for your parents, it was one of those things where it was—we want our—you don't want anything to happen to your child. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm a parent. You're a parent. And the last thing you want is for something out of your control to happen to your kid that you can't do. And for your parents, I know that was difficult for them to always be around, always support you, always pray for you. So. For them, how was it, were you ever able to go back and talk to them about what that was like for them, experiencing that for their young kid?
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. For me, I know when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was terrified Mm -hmm. that I would have a child born with cleft lip and cleft palate, and that would be something that I was out of control, Mm -hmm. you know, that was out of my control. And I had a lot of fear based actually around my birth with Mm -hmm. her. And I'm so grateful that she didn't have to go through what I went through. Um, but also, you know, everybody has their own journeys, yeah. and they're all gonna have their own story and thing, something to overcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's part of life, obviously. Nothing is perfect and all roses. But yeah. um, it's funny that you asked that question because I have spoken to my parents about what their experience was. And I know that neither of them had ever even heard of this. Mm-hmm. Cleft was not something that was like in their vocabulary or even you know, they they had no idea what it was and I think they were a little scared and then you just kind of as a parent you do whatever you have to do mm-hmm. and take your child to every hospital appointment and surgery and be there for them and comfort them and care for them and, and um, wish them as least possible strife and pain, yeah. you know, that can be in the situation given the circumstances so um, my parents were amazing and they showered me with affection and encouraged me into performance and just what made me light up which yeah. was dancing and singing and performing and just having fun and i watched them on stage a lot they did movies and commercials and my mom modeled my and my dad danced with elvis and he was on broadway and so uh-huh. i saw them from the wings <laughs> and i was always like oh this is so cool you know and and so that was something that it was innate for me to kind of go into that direction. And they supported me. I'm yeah. so grateful for that. Too.
0: That's good. And I also want to bring that up because there's a little hidden fact that people don't know about you. You were a gymnast. Yeah. You were a gymnast though, but you, you qualify for the Olympics since the Olympics is going on now. And I yeah. saw that. And I was like, Oh wow. So I, that, that's just interesting. That whole dynamic of all of that. And you end up branching into that. Mm-hmm. And then you end up creating what you're doing now. Just, Kind of talk to me about all how that came to light.
1: Um, well, yeah, I I was immersed in I think everything I could possibly do growing yeah. up. I was in a theater group and I also did gymnastics, started at five, and then I saw the I saw rhythmic gymnastics mm-hmm. in the Olympics and I was blown away because it was sort of a combination of dance yeah. with. An piece of equipment and Gymnastics and I tried it and I was instantly in love with it and I started competing like that year because I already had a base in dance mm-hmm. So it kind of went hand in hand and I competed for nine years internationally I was um, National team I did I uh, went to world championships with group um, Like Pan Am games like a bunch of different Jeez. games and then um, I competed all over really I had an incredible career uh and then olympic trials i was fifth which they only take the top two um that's but still
0: good i don't it, care who you are it's still good
1: yeah and it was an amazing experience i mean mm-hmm. it really taught me discipline it taught me uh everything i needed to know about my body and how to take care of myself and uh, that was my foundation for my dance career because when i transitioned which is ironic right as a gymnast yeah. i retired at 19
0: so that is That's, you're old yeah. like you're considered old considered in that sport yeah
1: exactly so and then i started working professionally as a dancer and my little trick of the trade was not just tumbling which i could tumble as well mm. but was what's your specialty and i would pull hoops and ribbons and clubs out my, <laughs> out my trunk. my people everybody knew that it was hilarious yeah. and that kind of set the tone for me in the industry it was something that was like my little niche um and i've been working commercially ever since you know mm. so it's been a blessing and i've had this great career and i'm and, and everything has kind of led to the next piece of yeah. where i am and now it's crazy because you know like the pussycat dolls was part of my identity for so long in my career and then it just kind of came back around yeah. but i also have a daughter now so it's the experience is completely different yeah. um yeah and I'm just I'm just really grateful you know
0: that's cool so uh, since you touched on that being a part of the Pussycat Dolls there was a point in time where you branched off you wanted to do your own thing be independent and I've been there I'm still going through that now how for you be first of all being courageous like that because you're known in this group and all of a sudden you tell yourself there's something more that I want to do I want to go and venture out and do it you became brave enough to do that. And I know there was a bunch of people that questioned, like, why is she doing this? But you decided to take on that task and that, that risk and talk to me about that, because I, th- I thought that was interesting. And there's been a couple of interviews that I, I saw and you you'd mentioned it. But I don't know, for me, when I hear people speak about what they want to do, it's the tone in their voice. And you seem so confident that you wanted to do it and nobody was going to deter you from. It. And I, I thought that was just interesting just from the interviews that I heard. So for me. And the viewers talk about just taking that risk and going out on the limb and and believing in yourself
1: um I think well it's interesting because there's like a curse and a blessing being in a group mm-hmm. right yes, yeah. people know the group they might not know who you are individually people knew me as the redhead I think you know mostly <laughs> yeah. they might not know my name yeah my name is Carme Carmit yeah a lot of people say Carmit because it's spelled like that but it's a it's a Hebrew name so it you know, it looks like Karmite, but it's Carmeet. So even when we were on tour, like the girls, if we'd have fans come up and be like, oh my God, Carmen!" And the girls would be like, it's Carmeet," You know, <laughs> it's like a joke. <laughs> but it's, it's. I mean, honestly, it's an amazing experience. I love the group and the energy, the synergy that we have as mm-hmm. a group, you know, that's magical. Mm-hmm. Like it's sometimes it just hits and sometimes for certain groups, it, doesn't, you know what I mean? And we were fortunate enough to have all those things line up, timing. Yeah. But also we had a history. I was an original member of the Pussycat Dolls. So there was eight years prior to us getting the record deal yeah. and then it having another life, another chapter of yeah. the dolls, which was sort of a you know, pop group universal global thing, which yeah. blew our minds that mm-hmm. the potential, you know, to have that kind of success was there. Um, Obviously always a dream of mine, but like that doesn't happen for everybody. So I know that that's something that's pretty cool, but I also have always been an individual. I've always had my own thing. I've always been pretty clear about who I am Mm -hmm. and everybody has their own story. So I think sometimes in a group that gets lost too. Um, and so I wanted to share that, and I think that it's important for everybody to be heard and have a voice and tell their story because mm-hmm. it impacts everybody in a different way. Mm-hmm. So that's that's also what's cool about a gr- in within being in a group is because there's somebody for everybody to relate to, yeah. you know. Um, but also in a group, there's usually one person that kind of. Um, maybe is in the forefront that a lot of times overshadows the other situation Mm -hmm. and I think in the group there was a sentiment of that there wasn't an equal amount of um, time for everybody to be heard and there still is that as a matter of fact you know and it's unfortunate but it happens but everybody is their own individual and has something to say something important and um, so that's always been important for me I think we, as a group, would be stronger if everybody really had their individual stories heard. To come back together, it's like we all have had struggles that we've overcome to be the women who we are today.
0: Mm-hmm. So It yeah. just didn't happen overnight.
1: No, yeah. nothing happens and no, overnight. That's what
0: I'm saying. Everybody yeah. thinks that. And just, yeah. from just being relatable from a team where I was in the NFL yes, to you being in a group, I understand yeah. the aspect of a team. but not everybody gets it because they only see the finished product. They only see right. what's performing, what's on the music videos. It's right. like they only see what's on the field. They don't get to see where these people have come from, individuals that have had to scrape, work harder than everybody else just to put on an NFL helmet. Just like exactly. there there's probably millions of other women that wanted your spot, oh, yeah, but you sure. were able to do more than them And opportunity and hard work, meet each other, and that's how you get success. And mm-hmm. I think that's all relative and, and just to see what, I respect you, just to see what you've been able to accomplish and do it consistently. It's not just Thank something you. that has only been for a year. You've been doing this for a long time. I remember yes. buttons. That's, I, for real, I, I do. That's my, that was a song I remember Man, this is cool, but it, it's, it's funny just to honestly sit down here and just talk with you about all these things, but I wanna bring it back to your daughter, first mm-hmm. of all. Because mm-hmm. when you, I want to say, quote, unquote, kind of retired, not really. She was able to come back, and similar to my son, me retiring, he's able to see what I've, been, I've done, that track record. And yes. it's, it's funny because your kids end up having an interest in what you do, mm-hmm. and they end up following you and tracking you more, and you end up reliving what you went through because it's such a blur. Yeah. And I know you, you especially has yeah. been a blur for a, a, a while But to go back and relive it and and really see the experiences that you had and been able to touch millions, Mm -hmm. can you talk about how it is from your daughter's eyes to ask you questions about your experiences and what you did in the group and what you did as an individual? How has that been to give that give back of an experience to somebody that you birthed? You know, that's are always around 24-7.
1: That's a great question. Um, It's such a blessing to have a child because they sort of give you like a renew, refresh on life, Mm -hmm. you know? We have experiences that kind of mold us along the way and then not everybody becomes jaded, but Mm -hmm. it it sort of shapes our world, right? Our limitations or the things that have maybe kind of, they can close off Mm -hmm. opportunity or possibilities. And we may not even notice it. Mm-hmm. We may not see how that has shaped our view of the world exactly. or our how we make decisions in our life. And they are like a new lease on life. Yeah. You know, everything is new. Everything is magical to yeah. them. And what you do is the coolest, yeah. you know. <laughs> and it's like, you're like, oh, yeah, it's kind of cool, right? <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. this is really, it's fun. And... When she was younger, she didn't really get it. I remember we used to play videos for her and she was like, uh-huh, and yeah. walk away. I was like, okay, well, I'm like, let's be It wasn't okay, so, anyways. <laughs> but you know, now she gets it. Yeah. And she's like, wow, my mom's in the doll. She's a too. Like, she even auditions for stuff too. And one time she, we went up for an audition for her and she's like, my mom's a pussycat. Doll. I was like, baby, this is about you. But I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Matt's my publicist. But, uh,. <laughs>
0: right (laughs) he's right there
1: um but no it's it's really a blessing to Mm -hmm. share it with her and when we did the reunion in uh on x factor our first show in london Mm -hmm. they came and she was in the audience my family came and she ran up to me after the performance she was like mommy you did so good you were amazing you were the most clothed (laughs) i was like i can't (laughs) she's you know, very observant. That's and cool. um, and it's important to show our girls, especially for me, mm-hmm. to show my girl that she can do anything and exactly. be anything. And obviously, I don't wear those kind of clothes when I go pick her up at school. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that so, I wear yeah. on stage. <laughs> but there's... Um, it's just an opportunity to really show them that anything is possible if you want to do it. And she's very artistic. She's actually gone into animation, like you that. know. Um, but I try to keep her options open and show her and teach her everything and take classes. And, cause you never know what road they're gonna go down. Mm-hmm. You never know what they're gonna have an affinity to. And I want to, do what my mom did for me, which is just expose me to everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is when they're just like this open vessel yeah. and they can absorb all the light and yeah. all the energy and all the good stuff. Because, you know, as we get older, we're like, nah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. No, nah, I'm not good at that. Nah, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, you just, it's so, it's very interesting to have a new lease on life. I like
0: that. I like that because there's a lot of parents that force their kids. Right. And they end up hating it and then those kids find out, well, this is what I want to do instead and I see that. I get that. I respect that because we live in a day and age where we need to expose our kids to everything possible. Yeah. But teach them our experiences to help them not make the same mistakes that we did too. So yes. that's what I think is, is important, like I said. It's uh, a
1: balance though, because you learn surrender. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the
1: lesson is surrender because they are their own people or they're their own person right so we know that you know our parents were like oh you should do this this is what you know because they want to protect you and they want to guide you Mm -hmm. but your life is completely different than theirs Mm -hmm. and the things that they went through in their generation Mm -hmm. and vice versa same thing with our kids you know so their world is completely different starting point you know like my daughter's like what's that like it's a payphone you know (laughs) (laughs) what's that it's a cassette tape it's uh, you know there's just, just no the reference is completely different yeah. so I think it's really cool to kind of be able to guide them but then allow them to kind of figure it out and search mm-hmm. for themselves mm-hmm. you know so cuz cool.
0: you don't ever want to put pressure on her to be like you No, Cause it's, it's that's a big feat it is it's, it's big and I, I experience the same same way I try and let him do what he wants to do he just wants to if he wants to code all day You can go ahead and code all day you want to play football we'll play football you want to play soccer we'll play soccer so Mm -hmm. i i get it i Mm -hmm. understand that so i i respect you as a mom i do because that was for me that makes me comfortable to know that i'm on the right path with my own kid to to make sure that he's right and he can do what he wants to do so that's good now i want to get back into your career back into it again now we're in the we're in the modern day we're in the present so during 2020 so i'll go back in the past real quick 2020 or really 2019 you guys got back together mm-hmm. and you're about to go on a tour. Yes. COVID happened. Yeah. Explain to me during COVID, what you did to kind of pivot, because you did drop a few singles too. But then at the same time, it was all this uncertainty of you trying to get back together, get on tour. And then there was all this uncertainty of what to happen next. So kind of run me through what you had to do to really figure out what you wanted to do next.
1: Mm, that, that, that's a loaded question for me. I know me. it
0: is. I, I do that um, a lot on, on this No, show. that's yeah. good.
1: It's good. I think, I think everybody had a, like, crazy year, obviously. Yeah. 2020 just brought up so much stuff, mm-hmm. good and bad. Some people thrive. Some people just, like, fell off, yeah. you know. Um, and the real test was how do you turn over how do you transform
0: exactly
1: (laughs) you know we all had to we were just like faced with like this abrupt stop Mm -hmm. in life whether it was your career whether it was you know just things that mattered to you that were important to you whether you were stuck with your family Mm -hmm. and relationships and dynamics like there were so many levels to it um i had a health crisis and it was pretty intense because it took me down like a, a rabbit hole that was The darkest deepest that I've ever been through in my life and I've been we've all been through some stuff Right, but it was one of those things like even now when I'm like thinking about it, I get like a little watery eyed um and It was scary and I think that you know, just trusting that the universe is Giving you what you need to Bring you to that next place in your life so Mm -hmm. that you can evolve so that you can step up to the plate Mm -hmm. because otherwise you'll be stuck yeah. um, and it was really challenging it was a lot for me um, so also when you equate yourself or validate yourself with your work mm-hmm. is another thing mm-hmm. you know I know we all like to be busy we all like to be active and I know it, and then when we're talking about our kids it's yeah. like teaching them discipline and teaching them structure is yeah. important because that is what we've how we thrive right yeah. how we can kind of make sure that we're staying in the zone yeah. if you will but life is not like that mm-hmm. life happens and you will fall off and then you fall back on and you know when you're off and you know when you're on yeah. and it's just about recognizing and acknowledging that and kind of being like okay I'm not there right now but I'm working towards that mm-hmm. and putting in that work like you always say yeah. will make you feel like I Earned this and this is why I'm here and this is why I deserve this and and you also feel confident in that So that's why I think this younger generation with the instant gratification and all this like quick quick, you know Stuff is also a scary journey as well because there's no real Foundation to have earned what they self-proclaim themselves to be do you know what I mean? so it's like it's kind of it's it's all journey, and 2020 was definitely that for me as well. But I, I feel stronger than ever. I feel more empowered. I feel um, like I'm—I've definitely turned the corner. <laughs> so that's that's that feels good. That's important to me. And um, it was hard because my, my family saw me. Supported me as well, mm-hmm. but my daughter, you know, saw me go through that and she was like, Mommy, you're gonna be okay. And I'm like, I, I, nice, I will be, I will be, you know. And yeah. she was with me through it all, and and I'm so grateful for that love and support. And that's um, what pulled me through for sure.
0: That's a strong message, yeah. That's I like that, it was deep. No, I it like was it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I, I any everything you just said, I love it, Thank Like you. I do. So, for you, going through that, overcoming that, you've overcome so much in your life, what is next for you as an individual?
1: Um, I like the idea of that I'm open to whatever will happen next instead of trying to plan so much. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like in the industry and how fast things turn over, we tend to not be in the present because we're planning so much for what's coming. Yeah. I got to do this so I can do ready for this. and they to, Which, to a certain degree, you have to do certain things like that, yes. Especially with kids, you got to make oh, yeah. plans, oh, you got to yeah. schedule oh, everything, yeah. right? Um, but at the end of the day, there's a certain amount of, like, relaxing into the flow that feels better better for me right now. Like, when I find myself holding my body and I'm like, oh, okay. Breathe, like take a deep, take a full deep breath, like connect back with my breath, which we all know it doesn't mean we do it. (laughs) And so it's just about kind of falling back into the present moment sometimes because I can go like a beast. And I realize I've been going like that my entire life. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. We all have achieved what we achieve, given that kind of motivation and that kind of, you know, Desire to kind of be so active and proactive in our career and our life and and it's great, however, I also want to learn how to um, chill <laughs> if you will. Sometimes it's like you know to teach my daughter not yeah. to always like be on the go, 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 yeah. go all the time. so there's a, there's important lessons in everything and all of those things, but yeah. So, you know, it's like when you go on a vacation yeah. and some people plan things for every day of their vacation. And now yeah. I'm like, I'm going to plan. We do nothing today because we're <laughs> going to do whatever we want that yeah. day. You know what I mean? And then you'll fall into something really cool. Exactly. It always happens like that. So it's just enjoying life. Ex- there it that's is.
0: That's what we need to do. is Just enjoy life, live in the moment and be fine with it. Whatever happens. Exactly. We can't control the outcome.
1: No, that's the worst. Yeah. You know, things will happen that you don't plan. And if you get stuck on that or dwell on that, you'll be like, why did that happen? That's where anxiety comes from. That is what anxiety is. Mm -hmm. Questioning why this, why that, thinking about stuff too much. So it's like that's been the lesson, actually, of 2020 Mm -hmm. because I had mad anxiety. And it was just like kind of coming back to myself and going, trusting in the universe that everything is as it should be. And life is happening for me, not at me.
0: Yeah. Trust in the process. He said everything that is strong, you've probably been the strongest one so far. And I, I appreciate you coming on. Like Thank I said, you. you've been an icon. Thank you. Somebody that now just talking to you person to person. Yeah. You're a very strong individual. And
1: I feel the same about you. And everything uh, that I've seen, I'm just like, yeah, we're on the same page. I'm
0: catching up to you. I'm catching up to you. Eventually, I'll get there, but...
1: No, what are you talking about? (laughs) You you wrote a book on it. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, just just to hear more of your life, you opening up to me, I I definitely appreciate that. And the stuff to come. I'm very excited to see what you've been doing. You've been on a hot streak. and It's just fun to see it from afar. I'm I'm a bigger fan now than I was before. I I definitely appreciate you coming on the show show and and bless me with all the experience and the knowledge and i thank, uh, thank you again thank you, I appreciate, thank you.
1: appreciate you and respect you and you're on a streak too so let's just be honest <laughs> that you guy know? over there yes and we got to keep that that's that's really what it's about what mm-hmm. i love is just connecting with people that are like-minded that are all evolving coming up supporting each other raising the vibration and no. that's really what it's about and that's that's the lesson that I take away from what has happened this past 2020, not just the pandemic, but spiritually, mentally, you know, uh, um, us coming together in the way that we genuinely, authentically support each other. Because when one person thrives together, we all thrive.
0: Strong message. You guys yeah. heard it here on Conversation with Carol. I'm with the icon again, carmeet Bakar. Thank you again. Thank you. Yep. Hey, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. My book, it's up to you. It's out now. Go ahead and click the link in the description. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.